Hey golfers, have you heard what's new in Pangilly? Come play one of over 600 courses and work on your swing utilizing state-of-the-art foresight technology, open by appointment only. Follow our Facebook page, Swan Lake Simulator Golf and Club Repair for information, specials, and monthly tournaments. Welcome everybody to the Tea with Miss McGill show presented by Fortune Bay Resort and Casino. Make plans today to visit Fortune Bay Resort and Casino for the long President's Day weekend or any weekend for that matter on beautiful Lake Vermilion. Fortune Bay has 172 rooms and a smoke-free resort, indoor pool, full-service marina, RV park, world-class golf, several dining options, bar, 24-7 gaming. Visit fortunebay.com for details and plan your trip today, of course. The ice fishing houses were out. I don't know if they're still out. Super Bowl Sunday coming up this Sunday. Um, so go maybe catch the game. Get your game on up there at Fortune Bay while you're at it. All right. It is Puka speaking. Star of the show, Coach Reed Larson. Episode 79. 12 weeks in. Boys high school hockey season. Starting to feel like it? Uh, Dog days are ending though, right? Yeah, I think we'll, I think. Kids are starting to get healthier. I think they're the end of the season is winding down. Uh, but for those that are looking at making a run, it's just winding up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the intensity winding up. Feeling well, practice. twelve weeks into the season, and for some teams, they're maybe thinking, "Is it coming to an end?" And for others, I got to say, I'm having more fun than I've had in a long time. Really could yeah. see the season continue to go, and I'd be happy. Yeah, well, you guys got a lot of momentum going on right now. Yeah, keep rolling with it. I hopefully your teams are you're in the same place I'm at with uh, the team that I'm working with. Hopefully, you're excited about week twelve, yeah. and you're excited about an, uh, another week before playoffs, and uh, we're ready to roll. It's coming fast. It's coming yeah, fast. girls' playoffs, of course, uh, has already kicked off. All right, thanks for tuning in. Just a couple of ways you can help the show. They're absolutely free. You can hit the share button right now. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Facebook. We'd appreciate that. We can continue to move towards 800 subs. So be just like these folks, Dylan Petrovnik, my buddy Kent Chan, Jordy Stasekel, and Bree Wagner, new subs this week. So be just like them and join America's fastest growing hockey show on the internet. We're like breaking the internet. So, all right, let's roll in here to the game of the week. Uh, brought to you by, by Aspire Heating and Control. Your local Bryant dealer, and Bryant is the official heating and cooling company of your Minnesota Wild. Aspire specializes in gas, electric, and hydronic heating and cooling systems for existing and new construction. Residential and commercial installations available. Services include forced air systems, boilers, heat pumps, and mini splits. They are, of course, licensed and bonded. So Justin's a guy you call 218-999-5957, 218-999-5957. And remember, air conditioning season is just around the corner, so be thinking about a tune-up there. Get a hold of Justin for that. All right, barn burner. Last Friday night, right here at Yanmar. Uh, the Thunderhawks continue to roll, take down another top 10 team in Andover. Uh, we kind of saw it all, right? Excitement, one nothing game, tons of excitement. An ejection late, which kind of sets things up for, for uh, uh, you know, if you guys do meet in the playoffs, kind of a, you know, some intensity, I guess you'd say. Yeah, I think there's a nice little, a nice little rivalry between those two teams over the course of the last four or five years. And, you know, every game has been close. I think they've they had our number last year both times. It was more of a, you know, more of a beating the two times we played them last year. Uh, but in previous years, the year before that, close games both times. This year, one goal game, and uh, you know, you just you just never know what you're going to get. I think both teams uh, know what uh, that they're going to get the best effort from the other team when it's Grand Rapids and not over. It's a nice little rivalry that's that's good playing out nice and. Uh, it should uh, hopefully those teams get a chance to meet again. Oh, it'd be, it'd be great. Yeah. Like you said, um, 
especially like I said with the with the Lady Jackson there, just just as to the intensity. Yeah, so shots were pretty even. Um, Mark Manny, coach, was he out sick? Yeah, I believe Mark was under the weather. In fact, he was he was under the weather the night before too. Oh, um, when they played, they played Elk River Elk, yes. and lost in Elk River, and and. You know he's got a nice staff. He's got a nice group of guys that that work for him that do a really good job and that he can lean on. Um, and I couldn't say anything better about those guys. They do a really nice job. But when the the head cheese is away, it's it, different. It, it, yeah. it is different. It's different when a guy like Mark Manny, a smart hockey coach, knows what he's doing when he's gone. Uh, it's a different dynamic. Kids sometimes play different. So. You know, it's, I think that's the case with a lot of different teams, but I know Mark Manny's a student of the game and then understands a lot. So that definitely changes a few things for them, but I, I it can't change the effort of uh, the team that won that night either. There right. was a, a good effort from, from that group. So nothing taken away from that win, but yes, he was not on the bench that night. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. And like I said, shots were about even at the end there. I can't remember what they ended up, but I know they were within a one or two. So uh, like I said, well-played game. So a couple, yeah, you guys do meet, like I said, a couple things to look forward to, including Mark Manny possibly, or hopefully, I guess for them, being back on the bench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully you get a chance to, uh, if you get a chance and an opportunity to to open up the Duluth News Tribune, uh, they did a nice article on the three goalies. Yes. Uh, yep. For Rapids, uh, Ryder and Ryan and Carter Casey. So if you get a chance and you see a paper from yesterday. Yeah. Is when is yesterday's Duluth News Tribune. It, it was a really nice article and, Continuing to create problems for our coaching staff to make decisions <laughs> as the year comes down. They're not making it any easier for us, which is a good thing. Uh, in quoting Grant, this is a terrible problem for a coach to have, but it's a great problem for a team because you got three phenomenal goalies. I mean, in the last two weeks, each goalie has pitched a shutout. You know, Ryder uh, pitched a shutout when we were in Brainerd. Uh, Carter pitches the shutout when we're playing against Andover, and Ryan pitches the shutout here on Tuesday night over in Denfeld. So it's it's a terrible problem, but it's a great problem. Yeah. Uh, sure. So that continues to to be a, a, a real good X factor uh, for Grand Rapids. All right, let's move on. Oh, by the way, I've had this question. I just asked Coach Reed Larson. So some of you have asked me, the semifinals and the finals for 7AA are at AMZO. For some reason, there's something going on around out there. I've asked, I've been asked a couple of times. So just to clear that up for all of you wondering, semifinals and finals are at AMZO because um, some people were thinking those. The yeah, they do have the sites and the times if you were to be, uh, I guess, well-versed enough to, to click on the State High School League, the Minnesota State High School League page. Yep. You can click on the sport you can click on tournaments. You can click on section tournament. You can select section seven double A, and it'll say home sites for the quarterfinals, AMS oil for the semi. Okay. Excuse me, semis on Saturday, and then double A. The finals will be the following Thursday. Okay. So it's the twentieth, the whatever the 20th. Saturday is, and then the following the twenty eighth or whatever that yeah. is the following. So the twentieth is twelve days away. Yeah, just twelve days away. All right, smack that like button. Another game we were had our eye on for last weekend, and a game you did with with my nine Cloquet Hermantown. Boy, Hermantown pounced early. Yeah, they they jumped on it early within the first I don't know fifteen seconds yeah. of the game. They popped one in, and that's exactly what they needed to do. I, I don't think anybody um, with a hockey brain can argue that you know at, at the beginning of the season, the first half, 
Hermiton had a hard time finding a high level of scoring that they're used to having in the past. Sure. Um, they didn't score as many goals. They weren't as offensive. Dane Callaway on the back end has been awesome it's between been the pipes for them, but they really have a, a nice decor. Uh, they've got a couple of really good guys that contribute up front on offense. They jump in on the play. They create offense on the rush. So it was nice for them to get that because Cloquet has chipped a couple of teams. Oh, yeah. Has played a few teams tough. Uh, again, they took Grand Rapids into overtime. They've beat a couple other teams and, and been tough on a couple other teams too. So if you don't jump on those teams like that right away, it can get interesting and drag on and on. So it was it was pretty cool. Uh, to see Hermantown clicking on all cylinders. They did that within five, uh, 15 seconds to start the game, and it was catch-up time, basically. You know, I think they were able to get one in on them in the first period, but after that, Cloquet had a tough time keeping up after. It was just keep a pedal to the metal. Yeah. And that's what you're used to seeing when you see Hermantown play. You're used to seeing that. We didn't really see that until after Christmas this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it was – because I, I looked, uh, shots were 19-19 after two, score was 3-1, to one, and then the wheels kind of fell up, you know, late there with Hermantown scoring three goals, the 15-02 mark, the 15-20 mark, and then the 16-42 mark. So, um, but yeah, good game. Like I said, up and down the ice, Cloquet, like I said, home game for Cloquet. If that first goal had popped Cloquet's way, say they scored 15 seconds into the game, that yeah. it could it could have been just, you know, the other way around. It could have been, yeah. And, you know, you're again, you're dealing with the other end of the rink for Cloquet. They've got a couple of talented guys on that that first line of theirs. Bobby Thornton, that line is, is pretty yeah. good for those guys. And uh, Knutson, as well as Gentilini, that's a nice line. They're going to be good again for another year. Um, oh, they're juniors? I believe so. Ah, okay. um, and they're going against a pretty darn good goalie. Yeah. Callaway, so sure all right again smash that like button we'll head over to the preview section iron range apparel thunderbird ball in virginia we've talked about them the gift buyers paradise valentine's day is coming by the way how'd the anniversary go awesome okay yeah so awesome. make sure we get the plug in it was awesome yeah it was, our, it was my anniversary on tuesday on monday night and uh i have had a sick wife all week so what i did is i stopped at the force lake and brought us Ooh. i brought the force lake to my wife there you go night. Good call. She's been under the weather here and hopefully hoping that she's well here soon. So all right. Trouble this winter. Oof. All right. We'll get well soon. Yeah. ODR Sway. Got the cap. Got the cap. Got more caps. So uh, if you're looking for that perfect gift for somebody, and especially exclusively the ODR line is found there at Iron Range Apparel. So sh sh shoot over and do some shopping at the Thunderbird Mall in Virginia at Iron Range Apparel. All right. So like I said, things don't slow down for you guys. Uh, you know, you've, we talked about your stack schedule. So on the road this weekend to the 17-4-1 Benilde St. Margaret Red Knights, who are currently ranked number five in double eight. Yeah, it's it isn't anything different than what we've seen for the last three weeks. No. I mean, we've we saw White Bear Lake and Hill Murray come in one weekend, and those were close games, and we came on the bottom end of those. We've seen Maple Grove, who was ranked five at the time. Uh, we've seen St. Thomas Academy, who was ranked eight at the time, able to see and over who is raked in the top 10. <laughs> right. uh, so it isn't anything than, different than what we've expected. It, it doesn't scare anybody. But uh, And what I like about it is it keeps us at a high level. That's it, We need to play at a certain pace in order to be prepared for the playoffs and get it into the section tournament. And those are the teams we want to play. So that's an afternoon matinee, 3 o'clock game down in St. Louis Park. 
against the Red Knights, and that's going to be a battle. They're a tougher team this year than what they've been. And what I mean by tougher is usually they're really skilled and, and make the plays. They still have skill, but now they're gritty. They actually are a, a tough team to play against now, tougher and, and more gritty. So that's going to be a challenge for us. That's going to force us uh, to play a certain way. And, again, it's the way that, that, that Grant Clapton wants us to play, which Clapton wants us to be a grit team and be ready to play that way into the playoffs. Well, you proved it against Andover. You guys were definitely greedy there. All right, another one we want to preview. Tuesday next week, uh, Rock Ridge at Memorial Building in Hibbing. Um, you remember that rivalry when you were coaching. The I Hibbing, do. Virginia rivalry was a great rivalry. Kind of started after my years. It seemed like our rival was more Rapids, but – then when I moved back, it's because well, I think it was a single A thing, and and you know they, they had to beat over. each other, they had to beat each other, go to state. Do you, do you think that's maintaining? I mean, I know you know some of the staff there. Is it, will that maintain, or do you think it's maintaining? Is it going to be the same with with Eveleth and Virginia coming I together? I think it's different now. I don't think it's. I think there's still a rivalry there. I don't think you're ever going to get away from it's Virginia and it's Hibbing now, but now it's Virginia and Eveleth and Hibbing. So there's a there's still that piece to it, but it's different. Hibbing's playing for a double or for a single A. Section seed, Virginia's playing, uh, Virginia Rockridge is playing for a double A seed. So I think it changes the landscape of that a little bit. Um, Is there still the hatred hatred there? There there is. They they still hate each other. Uh, Fortunately, well, things kind of changed a little bit when I was in Virginia. At the beginning of my time there, when I first started, the biggest rivalry was Hibbing. Oh, for sure, yeah. And then it shifted it to the last couple of years. The biggest rival game became Eveleth. Yeah, because- so now those two combined, maybe it brings it back a little bit, but I, I don't think it's the same as it's been in the past. Um, but maybe they can revive that. I mean, this is it's always been the last game of the regular yeah. season. They did one, they always do one in January, and they always do one on like February 13th or 14th. It's always either on Valentine's Day or the day before. Okay. So it's always kind of okay. This is it before the seeding conversation. Uh, be ready because it's going to matter for seeding. While this one for Rock Ridge doesn't really matter that much for seeding, and I don't think it matters that much for Hibbing for seeding either. Right. It maybe helps them with their strength of schedule and boosts things up for for Hibbing if they're looking at a two seed. Right. Yep. Um, but for Rock Ridge, I don't think uh, I don't think that does a whole lot. A win doesn't do very much in that situation. A loss might. Oh yeah, yeah. A loss might. <laughs> Unfortunately, right, yeah, right, right. Yep, yep. I see what you're saying there. All right, scores and more presented by the Ring Sports Bar and Grill, just down from the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame in the aforementioned Eveleth. Use your gift cards. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, full menu, full bar. Friday fish fry. It's going to be that time. So for the Catholics, pretty soon Lent next week. So Friday yep. fish fry. Keep that in mind. Uh, daily specials, hockey-themed establishment. Give Michelle a call, 248-8582. And we've also talked about the functions, banquets, the breakout rooms. If you need those for your upcoming banquet, get on the schedule today. All right, just a few comments. And I, I had just talked. Um, Henry Peterson, you saw him last week. Yeah. Hermantown. I just talked to his dad last week, uh, that day, actually. And, yeah, a quiet commitment yeah. to St. Thomas. I had no idea. 
I didn't know about it either. And I was talking about it on the air. I don't know if you were listening to yeah, that yeah. on the air. I was talking about it on the air and I was looking at Hermantown's roster sheet. We, whenever we go to a game and we call a game, they always give us the line chart, right? And we're looking at, well, I can't read Hermantown's line chart because it's in like, it's in like a four font, like <laughs> size. So I can't read it. I need cheaters yeah. in order to read it or a magnifying glass. And I was looking down at them. You always have the little, if they're committed, if they got a, a tender for somebody in North American League, if they're an affiliate for someone in the USHL, they always put a little logo in the slot next to them. Or if they're committed D1, they put a logo. Well, I look at the logo and it looks, I'm looking at it, like, that's St. Thomas? Like, I didn't know. And then I'm talking about it on the air and I actually got a text message. Okay. Coach Clapton, who says, "Yeah, he is committed. committed yeah, committed, and yeah. he is." And then, as you start to look look at him, watch him play more and more, he doesn't bring that offensive threat every time he's out there. But here, here's what sometimes what if you're looking at being an aspiring defenseman, that's going to be a prospect. Sometimes you don't notice the guys because when you notice them on the back end, it's because they're getting burned, mm. right? Um, it's quiet for him because you don't notice it because he does everything right on the back end. He doesn't get beat. He he plays the game the right end. He makes it look easy. It's effortless for him. That's something that stands out for scouts too. He can be on the offense too. Actually, made a couple of plays to the net. I think he had a he, he goal had one, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he sniped that one from like top but, of the circle. Yeah, he had a goal, yeah. but but uh, you don't see that as much. You see him as being a very steady defenseman on the back end. Okay. Well, congratulations, Henry. Nice uh, Jake Seitz interview you guys did, or Bob did during, during the interview. Yeah, I was. I told Bob, I said I was really jealous. I actually love that kid a lot. I, we had Jake played for me for four years in Virginia. He played as a freshman uh, and played all the way through um, senior year for me. And um, we had our tough times. Like we had our struggles. Like he he wasn't always the easiest to coach and I wasn't always the easiest on him. Like he was the best player that I coached through the Virginia program. Okay. He's the best player that I coached through that program. Uh, and I was hard on him because I knew he needed to be pushed and he didn't like it. And years after the fact, he had said to me, I just, you know, there, we had some tough times that I really appreciate being pushed, pushed as hard as I needed to be pushed. And I was tough on him. Like there was a moment in his career where Senior year, where I had to say, you know, there's a problem here. I I take the CFS jersey for a couple of days. Oh, I did, and that was hard to do. I mean, he earned it back. At, you know, part a few weeks later. So it was. Uh, we had some tough times, but I those tough times created a relationship with us that's that I thought was really special. I really w- wish I had the opportunity to interview him. And <laughs> Bob did. Well, Bob did, and, and Bob did a nice job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was interviewing him. Uh, but I, I love that kid. I'm so happy with where he's went with his career. He three years of playing juniors for the Minnesota Magicians and now is having a nice career and one more year left at St. Scholastic. Yeah, it sounds like they're not only is he having a good year, the team. The team is up. rated in the country. Yeah. I think he either in the top 10 or close. Okay. So yeah, doing a great job. Yeah, awesome. I know he's played men's league with his dad for the last 20 years. So yeah. it's funny to see. He's a man now. I remember he was a little kid. Now he's a man with that big He's go- got a beard like, now. Yeah, like he's a big goatee. I'm like, geez, look at him. Everyone grows up. Uh, all right, Monday, happy birthday, Coach Rewerts, real quick. Well, hey, get that in Coach there? Rewerts. Yeah, Coach Rewerts, another year wiser. Um, NHL front, back to the Olympics in Milan, Italy in 2026. I don't know, did you see that? Ooh. 
Yeah. It's so funny. no all-star game in 2020. No all-star game next year for some reason. Someone could put that one in the comments. I heard there's some international tournaments. So maybe that like the Canada Cup thing coming back. I don't know. Or World Cup of Hockey, I think is what they call it now. Um, and then so no NHL All-Star game in 25, no NHL All-Star game in 26. The boys will be over in Milan, Italy. Uh, one thing to keep an eye on, and I wasn't able to get all the info, but the La Crescent Hoka's Wyatt Farrell has been leading basically points and goals the whole year. Uh, 47 G's. He's closing in on the state's all-time goal-scoring record. So keep an eye out for Wyatt. Like I said, I don't know what that number is. I couldn't find it, but um, he's got 47 tucks this year, and he's going for the all-time record. Uh, a couple more things. Zach Parisi, did you see that signing? I did. 800,000, one year, 21 goals last year. Now wearing an Avalanche uniform. That's good for that's good for him. Nice, nice little setup for him at the end of his career, and give him another year to. To wear the uh, jersey in the show and yeah, wear, oh, I think we're yeah. number nine. I think like yeah. nine. Oh, is he back to nine? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty cool. So, congratulations to our former Minnesota Wild player Zach Breezy. All right, some scores and more from the week that was Bemidji with a 2-1 OT loss to Elk River. Warren. Elk River is flying right now, are they? Uh-huh. Section oh, yeah, eight, they beat Section Eight. Watch out! Like this weird when we start talking about seedings and things like that. I'm glad that I'm not coaching in that section and have to put in a vote for seating in that section. It is a complete debacle <laughs> to try and figure out who's this, who's that. The teams are beating each other all over the globe, all the way down to like six, seven, eight. Like, yeah, you know, Brainerd's beating some teams, and they're probably going to be the mid to low end of that. You know, Bemidji's beating some teams. Yeah. Roseau, Moorhead, yeah, Elk River. Elk River's had two huge wins in the last two weeks. Okay. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So, keep an eye on. Are they QRF? I they are. I know they're going to vote. Did they vote. I believe they vote. Okay. I don't quote me on it. I'm not sure, but I don't think there's anybody right now that uses the QRF and AA. I don't think. So he didn't put it in the comments if you know, but I don't think it is. I think the last team that did was Section Seven, and we got rid of it. Okay. All right. So that could be a heated meeting. So again, Warroad with a six-three loss to East Grand here on Tuesday night. Spuds up next. For Warroad, so that'll be one to watch too. If the Spuds dump one, that'll even add more drama to AAA. Uh, Ely thumped by North Shore 7 0. Rozo dumps Thief River 5 2. Denfeld 3 0 losers to the Thunderhawks here on Tuesday night. OK 6 2 losers to Champlain Park. Greenway with a 6 6 tie to Red Lake Falls. Proctor 2 1 win over Marshall. 8 and 2 in 2024 for the Proctor Rails. 8 and 2 this year. Yeah, you know, somebody talked about that game here in the last couple of days about, hey, that game, this and that. And, you know, Marshall's trying to, to find them way their way in the top of that somewhere in that mid range uh, to get respect for seedings and 7 AA. And um, they lost to Proctor. It, it, you know what? There's a lot of people that could lose to Proctor right now well, when you're playing against AJ right, Rocks. Right. I'm sorry, but that was a goaltending battle in that game. You had Keenan Smith, who was the ninth grader for Duluth Marshall, who's kicking him out left and right. Yeah. You had AJ Riles, who's kicking him out left and right. Like that's the battle of two of the top goalies in the area. Yeah, I think they're good. Keep an eye on Marshall. I think they're young and, uh, um, you know, they're all getting this ice time. And because I think they, barely have a JV, so I think the kids are playing a lot, yeah. you know, and so they're kids. they're one, yeah, they're one to keep an eye on here moving forward. Uh North Shore, uh 6-1 winners over Moose Lake Willow River. Brainer with a 4-1 loss to Sartell. Hermantown 1-0 loss to Moorhead on Saturday. I watched just a little bit of that. I falls down by Red Lake Falls 7-0. 
East, the 6-4 loss to Champlin. Rock Ridge beat Brainerd 4-2. Oh, and here's one, a rivalry game. I just found this one. Mankato East versus Mankato West. Doesn't That's the big one. Sound good? Yeah. 4-2, maybe an empty netter. I just saw the score. Um, and then, of course, the Walleye Scott CFP. Edina Hornets update. I watched a little one on this on Saturday. Uh, the Hornets with a 5-3 win over Hill Murray. You're still number two. Yep. You're still sitting at number two, and you still got the undefeated, unbeaten Tonka skippers. I don't know if they'll lose the rest of the year, to be dead honest with you. Yeah. Good, and if they do, it'll be a fluke because they got blue chippers on that team, yeah. left and right. But Well, sometimes, you know, we talked about that last year. War would come in undefeated. Like, you know, would they have been better off maybe having a lot? Yeah, I ate on that. Throw tasted really good. Wow, but hey, they were the favorites. But, you know, sometimes that loss just, just levels you a little bit. You know what I mean? It just gets you to It does, and you know what? Sometimes a loss – in the regular season is an opportunity for you to, to exercise, exercise some resiliency, like some tough times happen. You needed to grow. You needed to wake up. You needed a shot in the rear end and then you fly from there. Yeah. So it's tough. Like if I don't know, man, you go into a season like 2015 when you had Lakeville North go through an undefeated season, like that's pretty impressive to be able to do that because if you can keep a team all year long motivated when they just flew through the year and won every game and then go through win the state tournament, like that's rare. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Where you see that. So it'd be interesting to see how Tonka finishes and goes through the season. All right. He's coach Reed Larson. He's not just a hockey coach. He's a football coach. And of course this weekend's the big Super Bowl. So who does coach Reed Larson have on the docket for the Super Bowl? Um, who are you thinking? I don't know. Like it's so hard for me. Taylor to Swift. Cheer. I it's. <laughs> we talked. I actually like the Chiefs, but I'm just gonna cheer for the other side. Really, I'm just okay. gonna do it. I just because. I just don't. I don't want to get into. Did you see the last game? Did you watch where they kept, the camera kept going up to Taylor Swift and kept coming in, and Taylor just looks and goes, God. Just stop. Get me. Just stop. Stop. She doesn't want to be on there. Well, like I was telling my wife, this will be the most watched Super Bowl by teenage girls probably ever. Right? Well, do you, do, do, how would you like to be Usher? Like Usher's playing at the half. Oh, he's half that guy? Okay. And like. Nobody's talking about it. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. There we no, go. Usher's playing. Nobody cares. She Taylor's here. <laughs> I mean, that's everybody saying. It's like, I, you know what? The NFL has made more money oh, off of this. That it, they are just soaking it up, and I can't even stand it anymore. Well, like, I'm, I was talking to some people yesterday. Could this be peak NFL, this whole Taylor thing? You know, there's just sometimes there's just those moments where you look back and you say that was the moment, the, the shark jumping, you know, or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, have maybe we'll, we'll look back in 20 years and say peak NFL was right around that time that Taylor got big and – with what's his name Kelsey, and uh, I don't know, but uh, but yeah, they're riding the wave. That's for sure. The NFL. Did you see the meme after that game when they went when the Chiefs win and they a picture and it shows Taylor Swift after the game coming up and giving Travis Kelsey a hug and it, like she's whispering something in his ear. So the little meme picture is her giving him a hug and whispering in his ear, and the caption is, "I wish you were a hockey player." <laughs> well, you said he was. Right? He was. <laughs> he was. I wish you played hockey or something like that. It was great. That is great. It's awesome. But you know what? Uh, it's It's been interesting for football. 
Oh, for sure. This, yeah. And like I said, more thing. teenage girls. Uh, I bet you if you wanted to target teenage girls, you're wishing you would have got your Super Bowl slot back in July because it's going to be big. All right. Anything to add episode 79? No, I just uh, I just think that with things winding up here, you've got another week after this of regular season play. Most teams are wrapping it up on Tuesday or Thursday next week, either the 13th or the, the 15th. Some might play it that Friday, but if they do, likely it may not get results in before the seating. I think the seating has to be done by Friday that next week. So um, the seating's coming around. Games are important. There's a big game tonight for Section 7AA, and it matters for that middle-of-the-range seating for 7AA. Duluth Marshall plays Duluth Denfeld tonight. That is a big game. That game is going to make some decisions at what's five six and seven going to be okay one through four are basically set set, yeah um but five six and seven could get interesting and duluth marshall needs to to find a way to beat denfeld um forest lake has got some pretty good arguments where they're sitting right now uh they're sitting in a possible five spot and they've beat some teams. Yeah, yeah. Right. Here happens. They've beat Cloquet. There's teams they've beat, so they've made it. They've made it look a certain way for them. But a win for Duluth Marshall, knocking off Denfeld. If they win, they have an argument in that area too. So again, that five, six, and seven can be kind of a mess. Uh, but if Denfeld wants to find themselves at a five or a six, then they need to win. Yeah. Okay. The rest uh, below that, I think, are fairly clear. And we're not even going to talk about one through four because I don't think that much changes there. Yeah. No, I don't think so either. All right. Please comment. We always enjoy your comments. If you want to contest us more privately, Goat Sports Media, LLC at gmail.com. Hammer the follow button, hammer the like button. Find us under T with Miss McGill on Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the Musi app. T McGill on Twitter or X, whichever you want to call it these days. Uh, check us out on Facebook and YouTube under Goat Sports Media LLC. Like I said, leave a review for us on Facebook. We'd appreciate that. Merch is always in the back. 20 bucks for a T. Cash app, Venmo, PayPal. We'll take care of that. Email, message, whatever. We'll get you hooked up. Um, and once again, thank you to the greatest partners on earth, the Ring Sports Bar and Grill, the Blanton Foundation, Iron Energy Apparel and ODR Apparel, Fortune Bay Resort and Casino, Spire Heater and Control, Iron Range Goalie Academy and Team Minnesota Hockey. For Reed Larson, I am Puka. Get out there and be your dream. You're tuned to the Tea with Miss McGill show. Go girls. Playoffs. Go girls.